Hello Spartan family, my name is Dave Spencer, the proud principal of Turpin High School. Welcome to Turpin Talk, where the purpose is to introduce you to different students and staff members. Each week, our guests will have the opportunity to share a little bit about themselves and let you in on who they are and what they're about. Today, we have the great opportunity to talk to Mrs. Caroline Firestone, an intervention specialist at Turpin, entering her second year here. This uh, is Firestone. Welcome to Turpin High School. Thank you. And welcome to Turpin Talk. Let's just start out um, by you sharing with our Turpin community a little bit about yourself and, and maybe the path that has led you to Turpin High School to be an intervention specialist. So when I went to UC, um, I originally thought I was going to go into physical therapy. Um, when I graduated with my um, undergrad degree, I at that point was not sure that I wanted to do physical therapy anymore, but I knew I wanted to help people. Um, so I worked in a pediatric therapy office for about a year, um, just trying to get an idea of what I did like and what I didn't like and what I wanted in the future. Um, and then after some reflection and research, I kind of stumbled upon intervention specialist and it ticked off all the boxes that I had. Um, so I went back to UC, got a teaching license, um, and now I'm here. Now, if I remember correctly, didn't you start out in the district as a paraprofessional? Yeah, so when I was getting my teaching license, it's a two-year program. So I did um, school for one year, I took a year off to get some experience as a para, and then I went back to school um, and finished it off that last year. So when you look at your time as a, as a paraprofessional, I mean, a lot of times um, our paraprofessionals are, are supporting intervention specialists or students you know, in the classroom and stuff. That time, did you find that experience to be something that really reinforced your desire to be a teacher? Uh, or what kind of uh, connections did you make with that and what you would be doing as a, as a career? While I was at Maddox as a para, I worked in the emotionally disturbed classroom. Um, so it really gave me a chance to like see the kinds of kids I might be working with um, and to kind of reaffirm that the kids that needed the most love were the kids that I wanted to work with the most. Um, it also gave me a great experience to like see what the teachers were doing in their classrooms um, and see myself kind of in that position. Um, so it, it definitely was an amazing experience for me to see the classroom, see the kids I might work with, um, and just reaffirm what I wanted to do. Great. Well, looking at your time as, as a teacher so far, uh, when you go home at night and reflect about your day and, and, and being a teacher, what are the, some of the things, whether it's a, a certain situation or just a day in general, that makes you go home and say, you know what, I'm doing something that I love to do and it's great? I think the biggest thing for me is making those connections with the students. Um, having that relationship where they're excited to come see me and talk to me about the test score that they got or like um, come to me to share things. I, I feel like that's a successful day to like have that connection with the kids. That's my favorite part about teaching honestly is the connection with the kids. Well, and let's dive into a little into that a little bit deeper because I agree some of the most important things a teacher can do is develop those relationships because it's going to benefit uh, those students um, having that connection with, with their teacher. What are some things that you do uh, to create that relationship with, with a student? Because high school students aren't normally the most warm and fuzzy individuals that just are willing to open up uh, and share their life with you or talk about you know what they like and, and don't like and, and again uh, create that type of, of relationship with their, their teachers. What, what are some things you do to, to do that? I think looking at them as an individual and not like as children necessarily, but just that like they are an individual, um, that they have interests and things that they, they do outside of school and things that they're really good at outside of school. Um, I think that's really important. Also just 
keeping things positive and really like pumping them up when they're doing a good job and the like positive reinforcements I think that they really respond to that and I think also like having a sense of humor and like being able to joke with them and laugh with them is also like really helpful yeah yeah now now looking at the last couple years you you started your first year as a teacher in a very unique year in the middle of a pandemic where uh, the classroom and instruction was considerably different than it ever had to be before um, what did what did you learn from that first year um, in such a unique situation? And again, like all the other teachers, trying to figure out um, how to reach students, how to make sure um, they have the materials they need and they have an opportunity for success. To, and then looking at this year, being back in more of a traditional setting, what, what were you able to pull from that experience and bring into the classroom this year? I think, again, like going back to the connection with students, because having the kids that are online and still trying to make that connection with them online and then having them back in the classroom again, building that sense of community, that sense of like excitedness just to be at school. I also think last year, like being a first year teacher and having also all the changes with COVID and the regulations that we were dealing with, I actually feel like it was beneficial in some ways because your first year teaching is already so stressful. And then to have everyone kind of be equally like, this is a stressful year, kind of almost like made me feel like we're all in this together even though I have like my own set of like struggles because I'm a first year teacher, everyone else was having a hard time too. So we were kind of like, I don't know, working together kind of through those struggles. Whereas as a first year teacher, sometimes you feel like you're alone in those like difficulties. So it kind of was a blessing in disguise almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, looking back at the year 2021 um, and that school year, I mean, lots of things going on for you. you. You're a brand new teacher and all of a sudden we throw a pandemic at you and then Something else big happened that year too. What, what else happened? Yes, yeah, so we got married. Um, we eloped actually. We had planned to have a ceremony, but with COVID regulations and masks and everything, we just weren't able to have the ceremony. Um, so we did elope. Uh, we are actually gonna be able to celebrate our wedding coming up in November, finally, with all our family and friends. Um, we'll have like a little ring vow because we never exchanged wedding bands. So we'll do a, a ring vow and then just celebrate. Congratulations, that's, Thank that's you. exciting. How, in that year, did you manage to keep your sanity? I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, I, I know a lot of times our first-year teachers, I mean, it's just overwhelming that one piece. Um, and then to throw in a pandemic, and that one piece was overwhelming for many. Not only did you, are you a first-time teacher? You're, you're dealing with the pandemic, and then you're getting married. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot. So I would say, like, I have a unique, unique combination of like staying positive, but also like kind of holding myself to a high standard. So I have high expectations for myself and I want to achieve everything I can achieve. I want to be the best I can be, but I'm also like, I try to look at the positive of things. So I feel like I do a good job of kind of balancing between uh, what can I do better? What can I keep pushing myself on? But also like giving myself a little bit of a break and a little bit of grace and reminding myself, you know, this is the first time you've ever done this. Like it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to learn. So I think I did kind of have a good balance there. No matter what profession you have, it's important to have uh, time where you can turn off the job and you have those other things that you do that uh, you enjoy that helps you relax and, and uh, not not have those stresses and, and anxieties over um, over the profession um, or anything else you're doing. What are some things, what are some hobbies or passions that you have um, in ways that you sort of relax and, and sort of put put the job on, on hold when you're 
when you're away from school? Um, I love reading. I'm almost always reading a book. Um, spending time with my husband, my dogs, my family. Um, last year that was especially hard, not getting to see my family as much. So this year seeing them more often has been really good for me. My husband and I like to do things like active, like we like to walk our dogs, go kayaking, um, catch up with friends. Great. You mentioned that you're an avid reader. What's, what's your f- favorite book ever? Oh, my favorite book ever. Oh, gosh. There are so many of them. I like any mystery in general. Mm. Um, Lisa Jewell has some really good mystery novels. Um, I also like some like uh, Toni Morrison. It's kind of like the deeper reads, the more like literary kind of reads. Um, I just read a really good book by Frederick Douglass, Anxious People, and it was one of those books that like you laugh at, you cry, and it's just a really good book. Great. Well, I tell you what, we enjoy thoroughly you taking time to be with us here at Turpin Talk, um, and I wish you nothing but the best uh, for not only uh, today, uh, but the rest of the school year, and good luck. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Caroline.